Climbing with Nusha. I'm Nusha, a former climber of the corporate ladder turned lifestyle entrepreneur. Each week, I'll bring you an inspiring message to support you in designing and creating a vibrant, fulfilling life. Thank you for joining me today. Now let's get started. Welcome to Vibrant Living with Nusha. I'm Nusha, super excited to be here with you today and a very special guest, Dr. Mariam Zainadine. Welcome, Dr. Zainadine. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Um, Such a I feel pleasure. really privileged to be here. Oh, thank you. Friends, Dr. Zainadine is an accomplished doctor with a thriving practice in West Vancouver, British Columbia, here in Canada. As well, she's on faculty at the University of British Columbia. However, in her 30s, she suffered from burnout and depression. And what's interesting is that she saw very similar patterns in her patients. She saw that they would have those similar challenges. And, you know, we were talking and you were mentioning that deep in your heart of hearts, you knew that there must have been a better way to approach and promote healthy living for people and so instead of having people resort to drugs and medication and uh, in that way can prevent depression and burnout and not have to resort to medication so I'm really excited for her to share more about that and today as you can see a vibrant woman living a fulfilling life she's married with two beautiful girls she's an avid cyclist and she's very passionate about women's health and friends i'm really excited again for you to hear her story as well as the movement the meaningful movement that she has created to really elevate health on our planet so dr zainadine let's start with um what was your journey like as a woman who was really passionate about creating a thriving career and at the same time you're married with children yes what was that like you know um, Nusha it was it was very interesting in a sense that uh, I didn't really have a definition for prevention at all in my head in fact I probably didn't even think about it in my 20s um, in my 20s, I was very focused uh, on my career. I was focused on going to university. Uh, I was an avid athlete, so uh, my outlet in life was just to exercise. Mm -hmm. The one thing, and, and eat healthy, because I, I come from a family where healthy eating was, was essential and eating um, wholesome, natural, mm -hmm. organic food. But... Um, you know, as time went by, uh, my 20s went by, and uh, I went into medical school. I went, I have a, a medical degree. I went into family practice here at UBC. Um, and it was all good to a certain extent. Uh, I, I also had my social connections around me. I have a very good group of uh, family and friends that I really rely on. Um, but slowly after I had my first child I realized that um, I couldn't exercise I started mm -hmm. getting uh, lower back pains I was breastfeeding my body was not ready for mm -hmm. the exercise that I was trying to get it to do and mm -hmm. I was sleep deprived uh, extremely mm -hmm. sleep deprived uh, and 
interestingly it was it was like I didn't have the outlet that I'm usually used to mm -hmm. uh, because all of a sudden I was getting these aches and pains and lower back pains and I didn't know what else to resort to yeah. and uh, unfortunately or fortunately in a way I did seek help uh, I mean I did all sorts of things including acupuncture massage mm -hmm. therapy physiotherapy uh, to focus on my lower back pain, but mm -hmm. at the same time my mental health was going and I did I do have a very phenomenal family doctor who uh, Was trying to give me more outlets um, You know meditation uh, Relaxation I cut down my work a little bit. I tried better sleep hygiene, but I was so far in yes. to that you know mental burnout mm -hmm. that I did need medications mm -hmm. and I had to take medications for uh, for a good nine months to about a year and I had to boost my my myself chemically because I was functioning on such low levels of serotonin which which is technically the happy hormone mm. um, that I had to and since then it was such a trauma for me that I never want to go there again if you've ever had anxiety ever in your life you realize that you don't ever want to be anxious again. You mm. never want to have a panic attack again. Uh, you don't want to feel so low that you don't, you're starting to socially isolate yourself. You don't want to see your friends and all the outlets that you usually do, you don't enjoy them anymore. Mm. So I, I am all about prevention mm. before it gets to the point where you yeah. do need medications. Uh, and I try to preach that to my own patients, but unfortunately my patients end up coming to me right when they're at the brink oh, of, yes. you know, that low, burnout. that burnout. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, having had that experience myself uh, and having had now, I have two children and they're older now and, um, you know, it, it, I started seeing it in my other patients. I started seeing how they're, also getting physical elements from their lower mental health. Mm -hmm. uh, all of a sudden, I'm diagnosing cancer after cancer. I'm diagnosing yeah. chronic pains. And, you know, I started thinking, okay, there's either something very wrong with the way we live mm -hmm. uh, currently in this generation or other generations, mm -hmm. um, or we just don't know what prevention is. We just don't have the knowledge to know what it is. Yeah. So this is kind of how it started yes. for us. And it sounds like it was a focus on the, the physical health and maybe advancing the career and life and yeah. financial health. And those were very good because we grow up, grow up knowing about those. And yeah. But then the other kinds of areas of health were not really being addressed and were not accessible. There weren't things that were accessible. So how did you discover that something was missing what happened uh you know uh, the the first ignition was my own downfall of burnout the second ignition was uh being in my practice for over 10 years now and realizing that i'm just band-aiding my patients wow. it's band-aid after band-aid and i wanted to stop band-aiding and i mm -hmm. uh, wanted to and, and patients were seeking they're they're you know they're seeking prevention but sometimes they 
don't have the means mm -hmm. because it you know to seek prevention is very expensive sometimes mm -hmm. and in our Canadian healthcare system it's free to come to your family doctor mm -hmm. so I wanted to give um, our, our family doctors a platform to be able to speak about prevention even though we actually don't get paid for talking about prevention um, but I wanted to create a movement uh, rather than going in and becoming a politician or changing health policies I wanted mm -hmm. to do it with the patients mm -hmm. and I wanted to do it in a way that patients have access to evidence-based information on what is number one prevention mm -hmm. and where they can find it and how they can get their family doctor to advocate for them mm. uh, and really sort of find a platform that we can all go to and say oh okay that this this does work mm -hmm. Um, so that's kind of how this movement called Zeely started, yes. really. Yes, I love so. it. So, yeah, what? tell us more about Zeely in terms of what it stands for, because there's just so much meaning in in, in Zeely itself and yeah. how it came to life. It, it, was, it was actually very, uh, one of those aha moments. Yeah. Um, where, you know, I just recently diagnosed a patient of mine with... Um, colon cancer and she um, she was devastated when she heard the news and so was I and it was it was one of those things where you kind of go back and you realize oh is there anything I could have mm. could have done more yeah. for her we I looked at her charts we went back and I realized that she'd been a very 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 top-notch CEO um, mm. with a very stressful life uh, and she had just retired from oh, yeah. uh, being a CEO and uh, she was fairly up to date with her health screenings um, but you know things had gone, gone a little bit missed in terms of um, her timing coming to see me and uh, even though you know with health screenings we, we promote patients coming in for their pap smears for their breast exams but the rest, really, mm -hmm. the patient has to take ownership. I, I can't babysit mm -hmm. all my 2,000 patients. Yeah. So this patient, uh, even though she ate very healthily, uh, she mm -hmm. was quite active, uh, but she suffered from burnout probably for many, many, many years. Mm -hmm. And by the time she came in for her health, health screening, which was um, for colon cancer screening, um, she had colon cancer. And um, anyways, mm -hmm. after that, and a couple of other things that happened uh, south of the border in the U.S. for us in terms of sorrel healthcare going a little bit backwards when it comes to women's health, I, was, I, I felt a bit numb in terms of, okay, so what do I do? I'm this little family doctor in Vancouver. Mm -hmm. You know, people are getting cancers. We're not promoting health. Our global health initiatives are, mm -hmm. are not being pushed. Uh, we're not getting funding. And anyways, long story short, I decided, okay, I'm going to start the Sealy movement and mm -hmm. I'm going to start with a conference going to be a conference where I'm going to invite all the top healthcare professionals to talk about prevention about various topics and uh, the name Zeely came mm -hmm. to me um, I was playing with the names and uh, the name Zeely is a is a Hebrew name is a he Hebrew female name that means uh, my shadow 
-hmm. And then, uh, ironically, uh, one of my Chinese patients told me that uh, it means to to take care of oneself as oh, well. Wow. And the only reason why I came up with it was because I was playing with the word, my last name is Zainadine, it had a Z in it. Yeah. And then it was, you know, I wrote improve life initiative and oh. I circled the first letter of those, um, those words and it became Zili. Zane. So it's in it in improve life, life initiative. initiative. And that's mm. not we, we didn't it's not named Azili, it's on its own now, it's just a name. Yes. Uh, but that's how it was <coughs> discovered. That's yeah. how it was discovered and, and um so yeah, so we, we you know the, the, the vision of Zili is basically mm -hmm. to become um the digital platform for prevention and mm. to promote prevention locally and globally. Um so that's that's where the movement's gonna go, and we we just started with a conference in Vancouver last year, so and it was very successful. So beautiful, and friends, Dr. Zainadine has very generously offered two tickets to the Zeely conference here in Vancouver, which is happening in May of 2018, and you all have an opportunity to enter to win these two tickets. They're valued at $500. So how you enter is uh, wherever you see this episode, you will see the show notes, the description, and there will be some instructions about what to do in order to enter. And thank you so much for this generous You're welcome. donation. Our I'm pleasure. excited. I would love to see some of your uh, listeners come to the yeah. conference 100%. Beautiful. Beautiful. And so I know that you talk about the, the six pillars. Would love for you to share your philosophy about health and mm -hmm. what does optimum health mean today? Yeah. To... So, you know, um, so I started defining preventative health yeah. or, you know, optimal health is a, is a very a personalized definition, but yeah. you can define preventative health mm. uh, and, uh, you know, my definition in my 20s was physical activity, nutrition was, was you know, the, Huge, the, yeah. the, the two things. And um, those were the only two things I actually consciously <laughs> would do. Yeah. Um, I, I definitely, those are two big factors in, in yeah, those six pillars. Those are one definitely. of the, one, you know, the two <clears throat> pillars. Mm -hmm. um, but then you have your connections. Mm -hmm. uh, connections, we... We, in this world, we live a very individualistic life. Mm -hmm. uh, we don't realize how important our social connections are. Mm -hmm. uh, we may sometimes even take it for granted that we have mm -hmm. connections, mm -hmm. but we're not only talking about the connection with your family members and your friends. We're talking about the social connection we, you have with your neighbor, with, mm -hmm. your, with your coworker, with somebody elsewhere outside your local area. Um, what about the connections you have to your environment? Because you have to have certain environment to be able to live a healthy lifestyle. Mm -hmm. So connections was huge. And uh, even though, you know, we, we come from the same cultural background, connections are very important for us. Yeah. Um, we see connections very sort of, oh, it's just family and friends. Mm -hmm. Whereas it needs to be with whoever you interact mm -hmm. with on a daily basis. If you open the door to someone that has, you know, is in a wheelchair and you just yeah. make that connection, it does give you yeah. just this much of better health. Wow. Because Beautiful. there is there is always that um, 
there's always that gratification that you have a connection with someone you don't know. Yeah. So that's the third And you're pillar. not living in fear. And like you're not living in fear. Them. No. It's like we're one and yeah. I'm here to be in harmony with everything, including nature and people who I don't know. I may not yeah. know who they are. But and you, you don't know the energy that you give to those people. I mm. mean, the fact that you just opened a door for someone, just the fact that they say thank you, yeah, just gives them a little bit wow. better of that, the better, you know, the the better feeling yeah. so that they will open the door for someone else yeah um is you know you do good you receive good that yes. it's that same concept mm -hmm. um so that connections was a really really strong pillar uh for me personally to yeah. to at least acknowledge and say this is how important my connections are to me um the fourth pillar was mindfulness uh mm -hmm. which probably should be the number one pillar for me because I'm that's the pillar I need to work on yeah. mindful. for us all for it's us all practice yes. for us all yeah. and you know I, I people always say oh well I have a really hard time meditating or um but you know it doesn't really take much to meditate and meditation can come actually very naturally I I uh, I sometimes even just put music on and I go mm -hmm. for a walk. That is a formal meditation. Mm -hmm. You don't have to turn off your mind. You don't have to turn on turn off your thoughts. Mm -hmm. The fact that you're in the moment while you're doing something mm -hmm. is a form of meditation. Beautiful. Um, mm -hmm. So uh, you know I've tried many various different forms of meditation. Yeah. So that you know I and I'm still trying to not perfect it but just to improve it <laughs> yes um that's the fourth pillar the fifth pillar is um is our health screenings which is mm -hmm. probably the easiest pillar because you can uh with knowledge with awareness you can go to your doctor your healthcare provider mm -hmm. and know which are the health screenings are that are needed for you based on your gender age family history mm -hmm. uh, and your background and you can personalize it based on what your needs are and in Canada, it's fairly easy. You you know you have but you have to actually have a doctor uh, mm -hmm. or a healthcare provider that can guide you to mm -hmm. get those that information. Mm -hmm. um, but then the sixth pillar is uh, probably the closest to my heart is what's your intention and what's mm -hmm. your purpose in life. Uh, there are a lot of people out there that exercise they eat healthy mm -hmm. and they go by their way they but they don't have a purpose they mm -hmm. don't have and it doesn't have to be a you know I'm going to save the world purpose <laughs> right. it really it doesn't have to be that yeah but as long as you put intentions to your even your day mm -hmm. uh, your your week your month mm -hmm. uh, just you know, it was a way for me to promote becoming a global citizen as well. Uh, just because, you know, if we can own our health mm -hmm. and take care of ourselves, we can also give back to healthcare initiatives locally and globally and feel that we're contributing to other people's health elsewhere. Wow. That's so so those were the six pillars that we put together. Love it. And friends, if you go to zlihealth.com, you will see more information about Zeli as well as these six pillars. And so I am so excited about the Zeli movement, what's possible. Mm -hmm. And so as we look forward, what is your vision, mission to continue to elevate health on the planet, Dr. Zainadine? 
for me, uh, the number one key solution to um, promoting health is to give, give good information. So mm. really being aware and being accountable for your own health. Mm -hmm. So I really am trying to um, promote as much, uh, as much awareness on what prevention can do for you uh, mm -hmm. in your health. And so we will definitely have another conference. We're working on a digital platform so we can uh, reach a much broader audience. And uh, we're working with uh, several partners to see if um, we can bring this vision of a digital platform together. And uh, I mean, the possibilities are endless. Mm -hmm. Uh, and so far, we, you know, we do have a social media on Instagram, um, Twitter, and Facebook, uh, Zili Health. So if you look up uh, ZILI Health, it will come. And, you know, there's daily messages and yeah. um, that we put out. And slowly, um, you know, we'll bring in um, articles and, and blog articles uh, from experts, uh, mm. not just from me. Because uh, I still don't consider myself as an expert, uh, but I and I, you know, t and also I want people to keep each other accountable for what their goals are, mm. what their personalized health goals are, because yeah. everybody's is different. Yeah. Uh, so I have a group of friends that uh, keep me accountable to mm. what I do to be more mindful. Beautiful. Wow. So That's powerful. I'm trying myself. <laughs> <laughs> You're walking your talk. You're being I, an example. I'm trying. I'm trying. Oh, I'm that's trying. so beautiful. So I hope that that helps. Yes, definitely. Dr. Zanadine, thank you. I know you have a very, very full schedule. You've carved the time out of your full schedule to be here with us and to share your story and also to share the meaningful movement. That you're creating. Well, thank you. Thank you for having me. I uh, I really appreciate the fact that you know you're you're helping spread the the word of the movement, and uh, mm -hmm. I know you uh, personally believe in prevention yourself. So, and I know your followers do as well. So, uh, thank you. Thank you for having me. Oh, it's been a pleasure. And friends, for those of you listening, and you can think of someone that can benefit from this episode, hearing Dr. Zanadine's story or about the Zeely movement, please do take a moment to share this episode because the ripple effect is immeasurable. And until next time, be vibrant, be bright. It's your birthright. Now, let's go out there and shine our light. Thank you for investing this time with me on the Vibrant Living with Nusha podcast. I'm so glad that you joined our conversation. If you would take two minutes to positively impact someone's life by sharing this episode, that would be wonderful. Please leave us a review by visiting iTunes. Let us know what you enjoy and what you'd like to see more of. It will support us on our journey to causing a worldwide epidemic of vibrant living. Until next time, be vibrant, be bright. It's your birthright. Now, let's go out there and shine our light.